the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You better believe it. 10 a.m., everyone. Good morning. Saturday, the 14th of January, back in the saddle, 2023. 710K U.S. Weather Center. Weather mild and dry and 55. The high today. Get more of a melt. Boy, the city so mishandled that snow. 47 on Sunday, maybe rain. Back on, on Monday, Dr. King's holiday. And on Tuesday, a ski day for moi, 43 in Denver and 37 the next day on a Wednesday. Um, since I was a young man, I have been fascinated with the murder, the hit, the assassination on John Kennedy. And I personally believe, as you know, I've grown and read, if you to understand that day and understand, and by the way, on the shoot coming Wednesday, a new book called Mafia Spies, the inside story of the CIA and gangsters and the Kennedys and Castro. And then to understand Cuba, you can really begin to understand more of the Cold War, the military-industrial complex, the CIA, everything, and all the non- just the sadness that goes with it. And so weeks before assassinating John Kennedy, if that, in fact, this American with a Spanish and terribly recognizable Russian accent calls the Soviet and Cuban embassies in Mexico City trying to go back to get long-term visas. And the guy's Lee Harvey Oswald and recently released files. And I've been reading this stuff in the afternoons and for the CIA stuff detailing his visit to Mexico and his efforts to secure passage to, uh, from the United States to Odessa, Ukraine, where he, has a, he worked in a, a, a radio factory there before, prior. And he went to Mexico City, visits the Soviets, and it's 27 September is the date they put on, the, the stamp they put on, 63. He's doing this as he's planning to kill Jack Kennedy. The book was The Lone Star Speaks. And about five years ago, uh, I read this book. And uh, uh, we have Cantana Zachary and uh, Sarah, Sarah with us as well, Sarah Peterson with us. And Sarah Peterson, I love these women. Hey, you guys, good morning and welcome back to 710 KNUS. And thanks for doing the show. Good morning. Thanks for having us. Oh, and identify when you speak, and we'll start with Sarah. Sarah, why? I mean, I understand my bizarre attraction to it because I think if you could understand it, it would explain so much. Why and how did you get attracted to this event as well? Well, when I was uh, in high school, I went and studied my senior year in Washington, D.C., went to Kennedy's grave. When I was in college, I worked for a congressman in the Los Angeles area, and we did talk several times about the Kennedy assassination. And for my senior project, I was a history and a poli-sci major. For my history project, I did it on the Kennedy assassination. And when I proposed my title to my instructor, she said, absolutely not. I was also interested in the Tonkin Gulf incident. She said, absolutely not. 
that was my political science dean. And then I went to the dean of history, and he said, absolutely, you do what you want. And I did it on the Kennedy assassination. You know, the the Gulf, Later, yeah, excuse uh, me, the Gulf of Tonkin incident plays out in the same pattern as well. Yes. And later on, I found out that she worked under the Johnson administration and the Rand Corporation. <laughs> and that is not want me to do anything on Johnson. I agree with both of the three of those statements. The same thing. Katano, how did you get drawn into it? Uh, well, Piers, I told you before, uh, I was 11 when this happened, old enough to realize how historically important this was. And uh, my grandparents lived in Dallas, which was very convenient. They saved all the newspapers for me. My grandfather was uh, an oil man. And little did I know that in the near future, the oil men would be one of the groups of people who would take some of the blame for this because they'd been so upset with Kennedy. And uh, the only thing I remember about my grandfather and the Kennedy administration is that he adamantly supported Nixon and wanted everyone else to support Nixon. But after the assassination, he literally never said one word about it. My grandmother did. I, I can't tell you, I mean, even why... I never let it go. It's always back there. And I like I just finished this Mafia Spies. And uh, another good book that I just finished, and it's called um, uh, Frank and Marilyn, about Frank Sinatra, Marilyn Monroe. And there was a moment at the end of the book of I've never read before, and I'm always, you know, gee, I never heard that before. So Marilyn Monroe's dead, and I do believe that she was murdered, and I also believe that Bobby Kennedy was part of that. And, and so... She has their funeral, and Joe DiMaggio comes, and he's the host of the funeral. Sinatra shows up at the funeral with Jilly the Hook Rizzo and all of his goons, and Joe D. comes out and won't let them in. He does not let them in. He calls them a bunch of effing Irish gangsters, you know, the Kennedys, and he blames Sinatra for getting Marilyn Monroe involved with the Kennedys. But, you know, Sinatra's not used to not getting his way, and Joe DiMaggio kept him out of the funeral. And, uh, and 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 Frank never spoke about any of it again. Um, I think, and you know, and then this new book, Mafia Spies, that we're going to do Wednesday, is about that same inner circle of the CIA, the gangsters, the Kennedys, and Castro. Uh, one at a time, uh, Katana will start. How do you see all of them linked together? I don't think there's any doubt they're linked together. We have always said that the mafia had its fingers in so many different organizations that the American public would be sick at their stomach if they realized it. And that means they had their fingers in the military. And let's face it, the mafia gets drafted like everyone else. They also, you know, serve in the military. They had their fingers in the CIA. We know there were connections between Roselli and mm-hmm. several others and the CIA, they had their fingers in the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, almost anything you can think of, they were smart enough to be a part of. And this is Sarah. And they were intertwined. Two of our witnesses in our book, they were military, quote, but when they were asked to go on a special assignment, 
they then became a CIA asset or they did the bidding of the mafia. Or they were they all had the same foreign policy desires and it goes back to Cuba. Organized crime wanted Cuba back. Um they wanted their gambling out, you know, it's like that's Godfather Part Two is about. Um the the mob owned Cuba. And the American CIA supported it, and American foreign policy supported it. I'm gonna, can I jump to? I'm, I'm going to go back and forth a lot in this recent drop of documents, and then this Harvey Oswald phone call that takes place. Soviet embassy takes place 27 September 63. Now here's a guy that what two months later shoots, I'm told, kills the president of the United States. The Russians. Refused to recommend Oswald. I'm trying to pull this stuff together because it's lengthy pages of this. The Russians refused to recommend Oswald for a Cuban visa where he knew, he said, nobody knows him. The next day, Oswald calls the Russian embassy and continues to call the Soviets to ask about the status of his visa. And now we're to October 1. And why is Oswald calling to go back to Odessa when he's planning to kill Jack Kennedy? It doesn't add up. Well, what is common in everything you've described there as far as uh, speaking in broken Russian when we knew he spoke very, very good Russian, uh, speaking in Spanish when he spoke no Spanish whatsoever, all of that not only screams this is not Oswald, but it draws attention to someone who appears to be ready to defect again, an unhappy person who's just furious with both the Cuban and the Soviet embassies because they won't give him visas. Mm-hmm. And it, think about it. It's setting up a man named Lee Harvey Oswald as disgruntled, unhappy, angry, the perfect patsy for someone who might just go off the deep end and kill the president. What's interesting about this, you know, there's no pictures. I'm a, too much of a geek, but... There's no pictures of this. And Oswald, how long is Oswald in Mexico? And he t- uh, four, four to five days. Four to yeah, five yeah, days. Yeah. But he was also, quote, maybe in Houston or in Austin. And we have witnesses in the book that places him in different areas of the United States when he's supposed to be in Mexico. So who really traveled to Mexico on that date in September. Was it the Oswald that later they arrested and for the murder of JFK? Or was it one of the other Oswalds? And who was the only organization who pushed the idea that this was the real Oswald? It wasn't the FBI, because Hoover even knew it mm-hmm. wasn't. It was the CIA. I so mistrust the CIA. And uh, there's a guy, Chuck Bonnewell, who I write for, and Chuck is one of the brilliant guys we talk. Uh, Harry Truman, at the end of his um, tenure, I said, What's your, what was your biggest regret? And he said, inventing the CIA. Absolutely. Right. He knew. He knew the monster he had invented. Why do they wait? I mean, and, and why... Um, why did they wait to release this stuff? 
Well, obviously there were some things that, and we already know we found things that embarrassed the CIA. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not sure we could accept national security over and over and over again. Yes, there may have been some things that uh, they were doing that uh, they may still be doing, but it's hard to imagine that they're still using the same techniques uh, that many no. years later. No. So it has to be to avoid public embarrassment and to keep people from being so outraged that they do what Kennedy threatened to do and just destroy Break it up. World. Break it up. It was after the Bay of Pigs. Right. Just, you know, shatter it. And Into a thousand pieces, I think, is what he said. Yes. And another thing is, when you read in other books of researchers, and they say these theories, when you see it in black and white yeah. from a really from the archives, yes. it's like it's verifying. Oh, oh. I yeah. I um, I come in in the. I met you guys when I was doing an every day of the week show, and um, I've come in into sort of semi retirement and doing a bunch of different stuff, and I get to do the Saturday show. And believe me, when those drops came, they came right before Christmas, and I said, I I got to find you guys, and this is our first chance. But what people don't know, or maybe they know, but the um, the public has really stopped believing the government at all on the on the JFK murder, uh, the Kennedy assassination. Eighty. This is amazing, you guys. I came up with this when I knew you were going to be on the show. Eighty-seven. This is not mine. This is polling data. Gallup poll. Eighty-seven percent of Americans believe Oswald was not the shooter. I mean, was not, yeah. was, was didn't, didn't act alone. I should say that. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a huge percentage. But who, which authors does the mainstream media support? I don't know. Not the ones that are writing like the 87% about the odds that Kennedy wasn't killed by Lee Harvey Oswald or certainly not by him alone. They support ones like uh, Case Closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, but, you know, he's yeah. go, he, he's gone on. He was the guy that was bilking um, the woman who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. That, what was that guy's name? Uh, and he Gerald t- Poshman. Yeah, they turn up and he, they were taking, uh, they, they, they bilked that woman out of her money, and he's supposed to be the guy I'm supposed to believe. Oh, well, it, it, listen, people love Harper Lee, so, yeah, yeah. that kind of makes you wonder, doesn't it? The guy, I'm trying to make, uh, Gerald Posner just came to me. Gerald yeah. Posner, yeah. Let me do this. I I guess the best place to begin is always at the beginning, said Winnie the Pooh. But this book is called Lone Star Speaks. I don't know how I came across these women because I get tons of books and I went, let's do this one. And why? I mean, I have my own, you know, why Jack Kennedy had to go. And he had to go. And was let me just bounce one and two, and then we'll take a break and come back and turn it over to you. Was organized crime involved in the assassination on Jack Kennedy? You want us to answer that? Please. Yes. I would say yes. Was the CIA involved in the murder of yes. Jack Kennedy? Yes. Who else do you believe was involved? Military, Military. intelligence. Industrial complex. Yes, absolutely. I do, too. I believe money came from people that 
that they might have not known where their money was going to be used, but there's a lot of rich people in uh, Texas. Okay, we want we want to keep that oil going. We want to keep the Vietnam War oh, going. That, that's one. Yes, yes. There's a lot of money, and maybe that was pushed towards these different agencies to provide on a need-to-know basis. Let's face it, military contracts mean millions of dollars. Yep. Still do. And they and certainly do. It explains the middle, it, it, George Bush's war in the Gulf, uh, Lyndon Johnson's war in Vietnam, the war right now in uh, in Russia is being fueled by the industrial complex. War is Absolutely. profitable, let's, let's face it. You There's know, a doc in this latest group that mentions, um, it literally is from uh, General Good Pasture mm-hmm. to CIA, uh, telling them we need to recruit more. Obviously, this wasn't the first time they've done this. We need to recruit more military-trained uh, individuals to come work as assets for the absolutely, CIA. Absolutely. So the military does the training. We use them any way we want. Well, they had they had the school of they still still do the school of Americas and the school of the Americas and the Samosas kids went there and all those people went there and um, I mean it, it, it's it's like a lifetime of study and you still come away with no answer. Um, the declassified materials are part of this that dropped. You know the Warren Commission comes down in sixty four. And Lyndon Johnson puts it together, and one week after the assassination, and after 10 months of investigation, the Oswald acted alone, fired three bullets from the sixth floor of the school depository building, and 48 hours later was killed by Jack Ruby. End of story. How many people believe that? <laughs> Not 87% apparently don't. I'm going to put you guys on hold. Uh, these guys are wonderful. And their book, and I, I recommend it, their book is entitled Lone Star Speaks, Untold Texas Stories About the JFK Assassination. Ski season is in full swing, and the snow is good, and we're going to be on the on Ski Tuesday. And I skied last Monday. It was incredible. Just my son and I, it was one of those com- Chamber of Commerce days. Time for Larson Ski and Sport, all your new gear for the season, ready to really have fun out there. Take it from me. You need ski or snowboard gear, go to Larson Ski and Sport. And this is the one I read and go, wait a minute. If you're renting and you want to try a snowboard, bring your skis back. Why? I don't know, but i got to read that. Um, John, John Marriott and Paul and the men and women of Larson's are, I mean, I, when you say the best, they're the best. They take time to get to know you, get to know your family, match with all the right brands so you can enjoy your time on the hill. So convenient. Stop on the way up or on the way home. You're westbound on I-70, get off on the Kipling exit, come down the ramp, make a left, go under I-70, come out the other side. Look to your right. See the Crab Shack. Next to the Crab Shack, Larson Ski and Sport, big wooden box building, seven days a week. Whatever you need, cross-country skis, rockers, side cuts, uh, snowboards, um, <laughs> I just whatever you would want, whatever you need, it is ready to go. Larson Ski and Sport, south of I-70 on Kipling, 303-423-0654, LarsonSport.com, LarsonSport.com, whatever you need. And rentals, remember, rent for your kids and grandkids, LarsonSport.com. It's been a long, long time since John Kennedy was murdered, hit, assassinated on that day, November 22nd, 1963. And now yet another drop, and they 
The claim is there's more than 5 million more documents being held back on the Kennedy assassination. Good morning, everyone. 710 KNUS. I'm Peter Boyles. 55 and dry today, 47, maybe some rain tomorrow. Great guests on hold. The book Lone Star Speaks. When things break and don't work right, my friend Brad Apple with Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric for all your service needs. They have the best, easy-to-remember number for all your needs, 303-PLUMBER. Denver natives, Brad and Judy own Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric since 1983. If your furnace is getting old, not heating like it used to, Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric can clean and service your furnace for 69 bucks. Normally, it's 120 bucks, and one of your furnaces is getting old, not heating like it used to. People are finding out quick. Time Plumbing, Heating, and Electric has a blowout special. Furnace replacements this month, $2,000 off their standard pricing for the new reams or carrier furnace replacements. They offer financing starting at only 62 bucks a month. They recycle your old furnace, bring in a new one. That's why is it smart. Simply dial their easy-to-remember number, 303-PLUMBER, and mention me, Peter Boyles, in the furnace special. Get two Gs off a furnace replacement. It's a wonderful deal. Remember, 303-PLUMBER, 303-PLUMBER. What's that number? 303-PLUMBER. Take the deal. Take the cleaning. They're there. Our guests are on hold. They're in Texas. Uh, Sarah Peterson and, uh, and, and, and Katana Zachary and Brilliant Women Historians. And the book is Lone Star Speaks, Un- Untold Texas Stories. All right, so... If I were to turn over to Sarah, to you first, why was okay. why was Jack Kennedy murdered, and why did they cover it up? Uh, there were several people that were mad at Kennedy. He needed to be taken out. Either those that thought he loved the Russians and was going to compromise uh, the USA and Russia with his space program, they wanted him out. The mafia wanted him out because his brother was like a rabid dog going after them. He was going to splinter the CIA into a million pieces and throw them into the wind, supposedly. Uh, The Reserve of Banking, they wanted him out. Uh, The Texas Oil Men, they wanted him out. Uh, You could go on and on military because he wanted to stop the war in Vietnam and they, they needed to be in Vietnam to get those drugs out, to get money and exchange guns. Several groups wanted him out. And when you talk about that, people say, well, several different groups couldn't have done it all at once because someone would have talked. Well, no, not if you only knew your job on a need-to-know basis. You were in these groups that had to sign these confidentiality agreements, like military intelligence, CIA, government agencies. And with the mafia, you you knew if you talked what was going to happen to you. And so it was the perfect storm uh, at in the lunchtime hour in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. And they did their job. They got out of there. Uh, it was then a big cover-up started. And when they talk about documents are still not re, uh, mm-hmm. released, mm-hmm. how do we know that is the number? Well, Because documents are hidden yeah, you're right. out different agencies. Yeah, they're right. hidden out through different archives, 
And in 1973, 8,000 documents about the MKUltra mm -hmm. CIA project were found in a financial records building. And they were finally released in 1977. So now you have archivists that are young. They're not sure what names are important or outlying activities are important. When they're going through these archives and through these documents, how do they know they're important to the JFK assassination? Unless you've studied it for years and you're looking for certain names, certain activities, and certain groups. Wow. The same thing, uh, Contenda, the... Um, and I, I could, you know, I'm, I'm old enough to have come followed through it. And now these, these documents continue to come in releases as just moments ago. And they were suppressed. I, there's a wonderful book out now and it's called G man. There's a woman, uh, historian at, um, I think she's at Yale and it's the, the, the latest book on, um, on, on J. Edgar Hoover, and it's a brilliant book. I mean, it's called G-Man, about Hoover. And in this moment, and I've read it before, but not to this, the definity, when Hoover calls Bobby Kennedy and tells him his brother's dead, he almost relishes making the phone call. Right. So, there was the criticism, and then again, we were talking about a little bit last night. Here comes the verge or the wake, if you would. There's Vietnam. There's Watergate. There's House Select Commission, uh, the Warren Commission conclusions, which most people have dumped. The House Select Committee comes up with the second shooters. And there's numbers of conspiracy theories. Why was Jack Kennedy murdered and who was behind it? Same question. Hmm. Well, I can't think of any more people than what who Sarah just mentioned, although there may have been. Let's face it, even with all the research people have done in six, almost 60 years, that doesn't mean we uh, there still aren't stones out there that haven't been turned over. Uh, there could be certain individuals, and, you know, Lyndon Johnson's been named numerous times, oh. but yeah. uh, before Lyndon Johnson was Sam Rayburn, who was yeah. the Speaker of the House from yeah, Texas, yeah. and one of our witnesses referred to him as Lyndon's brain. And he said when Sam Rayburn died, yep. Lyndon's brain died. Yeah, that's true. But another man told us, he said, uh, hard as Lyndon was, and let's face it, he was crafty, yep. he was sly, yep. he was cunning, he was smart enough to never lift a fingerprint. And he said, I, I say that simply, you are never going to find evidence that Lyndon participated in certain yeah. activities. And he said the people who knew about it were willing to go to prison to protect their family. Mm -hmm. In fact, one of our uh, characters, one of our witnesses, Iris Campbell, told us, even though she was upset with Johnson because he hadn't done much to help her after all the things she had done for him, she said, I would have gone to prison mm -hmm. for Johnson. So, you know, we have all the organizations Sarah mentioned, and we have individuals who benefited also. Why wouldn't they work together for a common goal? I went back and reread parts of the December. December 78 was the House Select Committee on Assassinations, and 
they do a couple years of work, and they conclude Oswald was the assassin, and this was interesting, but it was a conspiracy involving a second gunman, and the committee relied or said the assassin, the assassin, and it was a conspiracy involving a second gunman. The committee relied on this uh, acoustical analysis of a dicta belt, the recording from the Dallas police headquarters, and it contained this sounds from a motorcycle in Dealey Plaza, a long way around the barn, and the radio was transmitting. The switch was stuck in the on, and they bring in all these experts, and they say there was a fourth shot. And the result, the House committee came in to this conclusion. There was a second shooter on the grassy knoll, which starts it again, and that shooter fired at Jack Kennedy but missed. All right, if that's true, who was the shooter? Oh, so in other words, if Lee Harvey Oswald didn't do this, who did? Did. That's a good question. Well, one book, if you've heard of a book by John Gold called 365 to Dallas. Yep, I did. Anonymously, a military person who said he and several others had been trained for a year to take out a high political figure. Now, they were not told at the time who it was going to be. And when you're in the military, let's face it, you follow orders or you're thrown in the brig for treason. Mm. And let's face it, there may have been people who said they followed orders and maybe they followed them eagerly. Who knows? We don't know that. But in that case, this sounds like, and people have always said, this did not sound like someone who hadn't been shooting a rifle since he was in the Marines and suddenly went over the edge. Yeah. Semi-accurately, but still managed. I've always wondered how they managed to hit the two politicians, but they managed to yeah. not hit the two wives. Yeah, well, you know... You know, that takes some accuracy I, I think I, about. I, I've been around some of these uh, people like yourselves that have always intrigued me, and I don't believe... I'm at the point where I believe probably nothing anymore, but one of the cases <laughs> a guy made a couple years ago, and I, Sarah, I think one of us talked about it, that he buys this rifle for twenty bucks, nineteen ninety-five. It's the Manlichter Carcano that the Italian soldiers called the peacemaker because they couldn't hit anybody with it. Um, right, right. It was a bit, but you could have gone on literally any street corner in Dallas and bought a Winchester, a Remington. You could have bought a good solid, you know, with glass with a scope, a two seventy. You could have bought. You know, there's no problems with buying guns back then. You could have literally bought, walked into the gun store of your choice and bought the rifle of your choice. Why did Oswald have to send away for a $20 rifle that probably wasn't very accurate in the first place? And Oswald, and I'll say in quote, Oswald. And Oswald did this so there would be a paper trail. But then when it was picked up from the post office, the receipt was lost. So there was no paper trail. The only paper trail was that that gun had been ordered. There wasn't a paper trail that it had been delivered. And if you believe in more than one Oswald, well, which one is the one that ordered it? If you're thinking, if you have this... And the same thing, and this is what I really thinking about you guys last night. So these drops, and I'm going to ask you again because we're going to be together for a while this morning. These latest 
Christmas drops from Warren Commission CIA stuff. What did it say? But the the um, Oswald in in Mexico wanting to go back to Odessa, and a month and a half later, two months later, shoots Jack Kennedy with a mail order rifle, and then, and then forty eight hours after that, Jack Ruby comes in and kills him. It's pretty clean, isn't it? Yes, they cleaned, cleaned it up very neatly, didn't they? Yes. Actually, one of our witnesses told us that on the Sunday of the transfer, his father sat the family down in front of the TV to watch. Now, they lived in Southern California. When the transfer started, he told them, watch. This is how it's done. Mm. And Jack Ruby, Jack Ruby's clearly mobbed up out of Chicago. There's no question that he's involved, at least with the mob. He's involved with the mob. Read the The Warren Commission. There's a lot of questions. But we believe he was mob. Oh, yeah. I mean, so so is everybody. I mean, that really does work. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, one of the critiques, and this is about the, about, about about Hoover and the um, the Warren Commission was they had a conclusion that Lyndon Johnson and others wanted, so they worked to that conclusion. In other words, they weren't they there was it was the same thing happened with the nine eleven co- co- committee nine eleven commission with George Bush and Dick Cheney. I mean, I they had a conclusion and that they worked to it, and a lot of people didn't want to appear and Johnson and or excuse me and. I get them mixed up, Johnson and George Bush. But George Bush and Dick Cheney, they would only be interviewed if you could come to see them. They would only be interviewed together, and they would not go under oath. And that was their con- contribution to the 9-11 Commission. But do you believe that the Warren Commission had a conclusion and then made square pegs fit round holes to gain that conclusion? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And they're not the only ones. Um there are researchers that have a conclusion, and when they do their research, their research then proves their conclusion. The difference in our book, Titan and I are educators. We're very interested in this subject. We didn't have a preconceived conclusion. We wanted to start out, even though we knew about and had researched for years We put everything aside and started out and did research and where the evidence led us. There it is. That's what we followed and that's what we verified. Looking at the different misinformation or disinformation of the Warren Commission Mm -hmm. or the researchers. And so our book's a little different because we did not have a preconceived um, conclusion that we were trying to prove. That's what historians do, is historians go, where's the evidence lead? And scientists do that. And, um, I mean, in the wake of so many things that have happened, do you, these women, we're going to keep them with us. The, the book is entitled Lone Star Speaks, Untold Texas Stories About the JFK Assassination. And since the last time we have all spoken together uh, at Christmas time, these documents get dropped and you're right about the remaining number. And one of the things that I've been reading is, well, there's, there's another 5 million documents. I'm 5 million. And 
one of the people thought that this would shed light, I guess, on what the government knew about Oswald before Kennedy's assassination, particularly his activities in Mexico City in the weeks before he fired in Dallas. And this one document written by CIA officials, which again shows you I have to get a life, it's December of 63. This is after the event. And the agency interception of this Oswald communication with the Soviets in the Mexican capital, they kept that away from the Warren Commission. The comparison was previously this released version, which shows redactions obscuring the fact that the wiretap operation targeting the Soviets was an effort of the Mexicans and the Americans. And it was, a, it was not known to the Mexican, the Mexican version of the CIA. I don't know what it's called. They didn't know they were doing this. And, you know, it's that intrigue locked into something else. It's amazing, isn't it? It, it is. It's twisted and uh, almost unbelievable, which is why some people throw their hands up in the air and say, this is too convoluted for me. That's me. An intricate web of deceit and intrigue, and and heaven knows, I mean, and, and we sit here and say we know there's things we don't know. No, I mean anyone I, who he knows the whole story no. is crazy. I'm not sure any of us do. Well, like I said, knowing we were going to speak, and we've known that we we're going to speak for a couple of weeks, and I'm like this little geeky reader that's semi-retired and can read a lot. But I'm reading this thing. This document's a CIA officer. He's in December 63. Jack Kennedy's dead. And he talks about what the agency, they're intercepting these Oswald communications. The two weeks, Jack, um, Lyndon Johnson puts the commission together. The commission is together in December 63 with Earl Warren as the head of it. And they don't bring these documents forward about Oswald in Mexico. Um, what does that say? me, it says, and this is how I feel about the chief dipping in Mexico, they wanted to point their fingers at anybody at the CIA. It, you know, it was a matter of self-defense. Do not drag us into this. And that tells you immediately there's something that could be, you could drag them into because there was too much evidence they were involved. One of the things in the doc, some of the documents this latest dump, if you call it, it talked about how concerned uh, the House Select Committee, I mean, I'm sorry, how concerned um, the government was, particularly Lyndon Johnson and Robert with Jim Garrison's investigation. They wanted to know what was he finding out, enough that they sent, uh, Robert Kennedy sent Walter Sheridan down Mm -hmm. there uh, Mm -hmm. to do his own investigation of the investigation. And I don't know if you knew, but uh, Larry mentioned this to Tucker Carlson, Carlson, that those notes that Walter, uh, that uh, Walter Sheridan came up with, what he found out are still hidden from the public. It's not just documents at the National Archives. There are documents hidden all over that we talk about. Hang. Let me do a quick turnaround and come back. Uh, These are great guests. The book is entitled Lone Star Speaks, Untold Texas Stories. And right at Christmas time, this last document dump came. 
You'll feel relaxed and at ease. Twin Aspen Dental Center sedation dentistry. So whether you need a routine cleaning, same-day crown, or a one-day dental makeover, I have have an appointment next week to get my teeth cleaned. Doctors Richter and Schneider and their team will ease your dental anxiety. My family and I have gotten quality care at Twin Aspen Dental for years, and they use the most up-to-date technology, less evasive treatments, traditional dental procedures. Don't let old-school fears keep you from a beautiful smile, healthy mouth, relaxed, comfortable sedation dentistry. These are the best. Uh, deep cleaning, waiting longer than I should have, and I had to go through that, and I'm at Shiloh, and we've talked about that for years. Deep cleaning is quick and pain-free. you got to take care of your teeth. You know, sick teeth will make your body sick. Take the first steps towards getting a great smile and getting better smiles. Twin Aspen Dental Center, located on Stroh Road in front of the Lehman Academy, Parker Road in Parker, Colorado. Visit TwinAspenDentalCenter.com, 303-841-7466. Twin Aspen Dental, 303-841-7466. Twin Aspen Dental, 303-841-7466. Do not wait. Morning, everybody. 1048, 12 before the hour, 710 KNUS on a Saturday. I love shows like this. 710 KNUS Weather Center weather, mild and dry and 55, 47 tomorrow. Ski day's coming up. Dr. King's holiday on Monday. Studies have shown that risk factors for heart attacks, diabetes, dementia, increases our hormones, learn to speak, and metabolism decline. I'll take a minute. Um, Dr. Julie McCallan started, I met, I don't know, it's been a decade, I think, that I've been her patient. I sat with her in her office last Tuesday. She's a healer. This is a remarkable woman. And reduced body fat, improved muscle tone, energy levels, cognitive abilities, sex functions, and Dr. Watts there, I see Dr. Watt a lot. Senogenics can help you get your metabolism, hormones balanced and healthy. They're elite health evaluations. They take detailed looks at all your body systems, your brains, your bones, your muscles, your heart, your lungs. Provide a supervised plan to help you lose weight, gain lean muscle mass, and increase your mental clarity. She is, in this place, is life-saving. Schedule your elite health evaluation. Receive a complimentary food allergy test. It's 40, that's normally 840 bucks. You call, uh, Michelle answers the phone, 720-387-3681. She's another one. Michelle's a home run. 720-387-3681, 720-387-3681, or call for a friend. The website's denver.cenogenics.com. Change your life with Cenogenics and Dr. McCallan. Um, these guests are wonderful. Right before the holidays, uh, there was another drop of documents uh, from the CIA through Warren Commission about the death, murder, of the hit of Jack Kennedy. Lone Star Speaks is the, bu- is the book, and we, we're close to a turnaround here. Um, you know, when, we, when you opened, you mentioned, we mentioned Bay of Pigs, and then you, we, we mentioned Golf of Tonkin. Um, it's, they're just a series of lies. And later on, uh, the book appears entitled Bright Shining Lie about Vietnam. Mm-hmm. And, these, and now we have the lies of Bush and Cheney. We have – it just continues. I mean, to me, that's the real lesson of all of this. You, you, uh, identify when you speak, and we'll take it to the break and come back and start again. But, Quintana, I mean, this seems to – it's the pattern. Exactly. And the question is, how far back does it go? Oh, yeah. There is a new book out uh, written by a gentleman who was writing on the history of the Dunes, the Dunes Casino mm-hmm. and Hotel, mm-hmm. who started in 
stumbled on some interesting information the way researchers often do. He talked to a gentleman who said that in Truman's administration, he had been pulled out of the military along with some other people. And because they were such well-trained snipers, they were sent all over the world. And this, remember, this is when Truman was setting up the CIA. He just didn't realize how bad it was going to be. They went all over the world eliminating Nazis who had escaped Germany. But, of course, they were under the radar the entire time. The American people would have never known about this. And the irony is, at the same time we were shooting and assassinating these people, we were also hiring some of the others to come work with our space program. Well, the, the, Von, the whole Von Braun thing, paperclip, um, yes. they, they, were in the, they were in the SS. Those guys were in the SS. Right. So apparently we kind of pick and choose who we decide to assassinate, who we decide to befriend. Well, We believe the cover-up of Kennedy started when they would not allow an autopsy to be performed in Texas. And then on the weekend after the assassination, Johnson called in Kossenbach, who was Robert Kennedy's assistant, and told him that the conclusion had to be that it was a lone uh, gun shooter mm-hmm. and that that's how it was presented to the Warren Commission. And boy, they certainly wanted to prove that, didn't they? By not calling witnesses, changing witnesses, testimony. There were, and the same thing happened, because I'm a geek about it, the 9-11 Commission and their role of the Saudi Arabians, who are really, they are the financiers. They're, they're practically everybody on those airplanes those days were, were Saudis. Uh, you know, there was, there was no Palestinians and no Afghans, no, Afghans, no, uh, no Iraqis. And Bush and Cheney lied us into that. Lyndon Johnson's, you know, Neil Sheehan's wonderful book, Bright Shining Lie. Um, Bay of Pigs, as you put it, you know, the, the main. I mean, there's this series of these events to somebody like me that just gets drawn into it. And I always say that, you know, Cuba and Jack Kennedy, if you can understand that, not particularly that I can, but if you can understand it, you can begin to understand the insanity of the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and the years 2000. You do. You can understand it. It's like it's the same old, same old. The wheel just keeps turning. Mm. And maybe it's the idea of, well, it worked 40 years ago. Why don't we use it still works. It still works. Right now. And so involved in the beginning. Yes. Continued. And so they died and others picked it up yeah. and kept going. Well, what? And apparently as new people come in, they're told this is the way it's done. It's always oh, been sure, done. Sure. I mean, uh, what, Lin- what Lyndon Johnson did, George Bush did. What, what Richard Nixon did, Dick Cheney did. They created a war that wasn't needed to be there, and this is what empires do um, and why empires are destroyed. And uh, history has this great lesson of empires in decline. That's the United States of America, an empire in decline. We fought senseless, stupid wars for 20 years at a time, no beginnings, no ends. We, we did many things internally, and then they look at each other, and they make this into some stupid blame game on talk radio, but it's not there. It's elsewhere. Your thoughts, and then we'll take a break. 
I think you have a good point there, and it, it's something to, that the American people do have to stop and realize. Uh, if How long can we – I know the good point was, well, at least we're fighting these skirmishes, these yeah. undeclared wars overseas. We're not fighting them on our territory. Well, that's, that's a lie, too. But, but Yes, but in the meantime, how long can you do that without someone well, – without the repercussions? And they are. And they've come home. And as Malcolm X said, when Jack Kennedy was murdered, the chickens have come home to roost. And no one understood what Malcolm was. I, you know, I'm a Malcolm fan. And Malcolm said it. And and then, of course, his life is taken. All right, hang on, you guys. We'll do a turnaround and come back. And it is so worthwhile. The the public has stopped believing the government about JFK's murder. But did they believe other things? I mean, if you think about something, a, a show like this, that's so much fun to do and so interesting and hard to do. Is the scope of it. And this is what, listen to me, this is what Lyndon Johnson did. This is what Richard Nixon did. This is what George W. Bush did. This is what Dick Cheney did. But it's been done before. And it's being done again. And the military-industrial complex is harvesting right now in Ukraine. And the beat goes on. It is a Saturday, mild, dry, and 55, 47 tomorrow. Rain comes in. And then 45 on Monday, we're back. Go at this again. Everybody, hang on your hat, 710-KNUS. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.